Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a real good day out there today. So, we're out here on Sports Sunday and you know, looking forward to this episode. It should be a should be a real good one coming up ahead. Um, but before we get to that, you know, it's been it's been good getting back, uh, getting back in Ithaca for a bit. I had a one good friend of mine, Carter, come through from out of town, and he and Chris and I we met up for some good lunch. And man, it's good to catch up with them. They're all doing some crazy kick-ass stuff. And you know, as always, we're back dreaming again, back dreaming about uh, getting the gang together, getting the team together, and the potential for. Uh, the three of us being in the same clinic together out in New England, so it'd be pretty damn incredible. But I think it's going to happen one day. You know, it might be uh, might be on the in the ten year plan, um, but I think it's going to happen one day once we all get a, a huge wealth of experience under our belts. There's going to be incredible what we're all capable of doing out that way. But anyway, Sports Sunday today um, was tempted to get into the Cortica game, the uh, biggest D3 football game out there between Ithaca College and Cortland is being played in MetLife Stadium this year, uh, but we're not. We're delaying that. That game's going to be next Saturday. Today, we're talking about the teams in green, and here's what I mean by that. we got some recent news going on um, of some great basketball players out there that um, I admire that are phenomenal, that do a wonderful job for their teams and here's what we got going on so first we got our boy Gordon Hayward Boston Celtics again team in green we're in that Celtic pride and actually right now um, we wouldn't have typically anticipated this but both the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers currently in the NBA not by a blow away margin but by a little bit are tied for the best record in the NBA they both only have one loss but here's the interesting thing. Both of them lost their first game of the season. So since that first loss, neither of them have lost a game at all. So that uh, that old Celtics-Laker rivalry may have a, a hint of coming back again with certainly probably one of the longest histories of a rivalry in professional basketball. But, hey, it's uh, – love it, man. So, hey, when I move out to L.A., going deep into enemy territory, but you know what they say, keeps you keep your friends close. And your enemies closer. So, uh, but anyways, Gordon Hayward with the great win that the Celtics had by a 20-point win over the San Antonio Spurs, um, broke his hand. And this was the guy that probably about two, about yeah, it was just about two years ago now, first game of the season came out. He had a nasty, nasty fracture of his lower leg that just looked inhumane. Um, and that put him out for the rest of the season, and uh, he looked kind of iffy coming back last season. Certainly wasn't at his all-star playing plat power like he was back when he played for Utah. Um, but it was, he had a really good offseason this season, made a lot of good strides, and he's looking really, really strong to start the season. But he had a nasty collision with LaMarcus Aldridge last night, or um, two, night, two days ago, I believe. Um, and either way, whenever it happened, um, broke his left hand, and he's getting uh, MRI, getting some exams going on the next couple days. 
um, to determine if he needs surgery or not. Um, likely with this kind of hand injury where he was running into him, he got his hand trapped between uh, Aldridge's uh, arm and his his torso kind of. What will likely happen with that is going to be a fracture. Um, well, we already know it's a fracture, but it's going to be a fracture of not so much the carpal bones themselves, those tiny small bones that often kind of happen when you fall in an outstretched hand. Um, but what is more likely to happen is going to be the injury irritation to one of the metacarpals or one of the phalanxes, one of those phalanges. Um, because with this going on, it's often that twisting injury directly on the bone that's causing a lot of the major irritation in that way. Um, and it's those torsional twisting forces that our bones do not do well. Um, experiencing compression, we can deal with that in a strong, healthy, normal bone. But it's a twisting, the shearing, um, yeah, we do not do well with that whatsoever for our healthy bones. So he's gonna get that all healed up um, and hopefully he can get himself back on track, you know, as a Boston Celtics starting shooting guard and small forward. Um, and again, this is a guy that has a tenured history with the head coach Brad Stevens. Um, so before uh, Gordon Hayward play, played out in Utah, he was, um, he was playing for Butler. And while he played for Butler and their team out there, the coach at that time was Brad Stevens. And so these two have a great chemistry with, with each other that's been really going on for a, a long period of time. So again, hopefully he can get back playing well. The other uh, person in green, the lady in green this time, is out in the college ball, the Oregon Ducks uh, All-Star and um, All-Star Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu. And I hope I pronounced her last name right, Ionescu. Um, she is an extremely talented player, point guard for them out there. Um, and she just, she does it all, man. It's, she's absolutely incredible to witness, incredible to watch. Last year, as a junior, she was going to be the number one draft pick projected in the NBA draft. The, excuse me, the WNBA for women's NBA. But guess what? She said, nah, we got unfinished business to do. I'm going to graduate as an Oregon Duck. I'm going to graduate this program, and we're going to go win out a championship. So she's back this year. So predict the number one pick. She's still in college, still getting after it, has a great team around her. Um, I was out in Northern Cali, out uh, near the Stanford area when uh, last winter, and I actually got her to see see her play at a home Stanford game, and she was incredible, and I can see why she's a top pick in that area, um, and, you know, for very, very good reason. And, yeah, absolute wild talent. But anyways, big reason why I'm focusing on her as a, as a point guard of that team and a distributor of the ball, a scorer of the ball. She's just got an instinct and a knack for it that's really beautiful to watch, to put it simply. But she um, and her team, her Oregon Ducks, had an exhibition game, so before the season started, against the USA women's Olympic basketball team. And the this Olympic basketball team, they've had other competitions too. They've faced three other college teams this season. But the, just to get ready for their championships in 2020 coming up, but they actually ended up losing to the Oregon Ducks. So the college team, granted, probably the best college team projected in the country, but still they were able to beat the, uh, the women's national team, which is absolutely incredible. Um, again, the team did not have 
um, Ella Dawn, um, running with them because she has some back issues and everything, as she is arguably um, one of their best players along the way. Um, but still, even even with without them having that player kind of ready to go, um, it, it's really incredible being able to see what they're able to do um, and really the high caliber that they can play at. And, you know, the team was interviewed after, and they basically said that, hey, we thought that uh, we just wanted to hang within 20, hang close, see how good we can play. Um, but what they said basically is that, hey, as the game, game kept going on, we kind of just were focused on our, playing our game the best we could, and we forgot who they were. We forgot that they were the all-stars, they were the best players out in the world for female athletics. Um, and we just we played our game, and we came out swinging, and we beat them. And so that's really what this is all about, is about just playing your game, getting out there, and, you know, Sabrina leading her team out there. Um, with her instinct for scoring, her lateral quickness, her amazing passes, and it really doesn't seem to end. There's just an endless world of possibilities, so I'm extremely excited to see these Oregon ladies play um, and make a real big impact on the college, um, for the college playoffs this season, and well, just getting the season started in general. They start their season coming up this early this week, and it's going to be a ton of fun to watch them for sure. Also, I'm looking forward to getting spoiled being out on the West Coast, uh, where a lot of these games aren't crazy late-night games all the time, but we've got some earlier times where I'll just be able to enjoy getting out there, watching the games and everything, without staying up way too late. So again, we got a lot of good stuff going. These players in green, keep an eye on Gordon Hayward for his healthy return back, that he uh, keeps the surge strong, keeps going real well. Then in addition to Gordon, Let's watch Sabrina out there kicking ass, making a name for herself again. Projected number one pick in for the WNBA draft. Staying in college, unfinished business to take care of, and she's out here to finish it. And I admire that a lot. You know, we're in the era of kind of the one one and dones in college ball, and to be able to see a player be there and for three years and then make the commitment to say, you know what, no. I want to get better. I want to do this for my team. I owe it to my team. It's uh, it's really reassuring for me to see that. So again, it's season of college ball right now. I'm loving it. Let's keep getting into it. And uh, enjoy your football today too, everybody. All right, y'all. Simply, not easy.